Previously heard on Good Hope FM. Zane Zia and Tusk Till Dawn. KEZ's back tomorrow afternoon between 2 and 4 uh, for another edition of On the Grind. However, right now it's our turn <laughs> to get you home as quick as we possibly can. Uh, regardless of the traffic, we'll make that commute just that much faster. Hello, friends. How are That's a big promise, Sean. Uh, well, we, That's we a will. Tall order. We will get you home okay. that faster than any other radio station can. Good news. Accident on the N1 outbound cleared. <laughs> yes, good news. See? Did yes. anybody else say that? Bring it. No. Bring it. No. Because they're not open like we are. Yeah. Well, at least like Jerry is. By proxy, the rest of us as well. Correct. Uh, hello, friends. How are you? I can't complain. Except, the, except for the fact that you melted at some point today. <gasps> uh, a single bead of sweat rolled down my nose and hit my keyboard today. Oh, wow. look at you. Don't you guys have aircon in How the factory? And I wasn't even looking at those funny websites. It was just the normal like stuff that I was doing. <laughs> look at you. It was just invoicing. You made it funny. Totally like mundane. It. No, that was very sharp. That was very sharp. Uh, my hands were on the keyboard at all times. All the time. <laughs> So the temperature gauge in my car reached 38.5 driving into town. But you have a dark-colored car. Does that I make do. a difference? I don't know where the, sen- the, the, the sensor is. Last is it on night. The outside? It's on the outside of the car. Last yeah. night, leaving town at 9 o'clock, it was still 31 degrees. Was but it you really? also have a dark-colored car. It was so nighttime. But I'm sure the sensor is on the outside. The sensor can't be on the inside of the car. Where is the sensor? I think, I hypothesize, we can go and investigate on my car moment from moments from now. Okay. I think it's on the windscreen, on the um, rearview mirror. On the outside. The side mirrors? Yeah. yeah. I think it's on that. Really? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so Google search. Yes, the cars are flat, please. Mm. Someone so. knows. They can let us know on the WhatsApp line. 072 Vanya, good day for you? Fantastic day. Thank you. Ooh, Went short for and sweet. a walk. Oh, okay. Heat. Sweltering heat. You it's didn't melt? Thing. I did. I melted tenfold, but it's the only thing. I just I layered my child with sunblock, put it in a stroller, and I strolled her right around the estate until she fell asleep. I figured as much. So you were she trying passed to out. Passed out. Yeah, she passed out. But I, you were trying to dehydrate her, weren't you? No, uh, we had cold water with us. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Jerry, your turn. Good I day? had a great day. I managed to put my child down, and then I was like, tan time. <laughs> Mommy, tan time. <laughs> Fantastic. She is looking a shade lighter, I mean, darker, darker. than pale. Yeah. yeah. Am I not? not <laughs> still not enough on you. <laughs> talking about the kid. Your arms are looking good. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> you know not. she's e- white, hey? E- e- <laughs> <laughs> you know, she shocked me. I was whiter than her after seeing her lips. <laughs> Well, then you don't want to see my legs, that's for sure. Uh, let's fast forward. Here we go. Listen, so uh, water. Water is one of our most precious resources. We need to come together to do more, to save, to conserve this precious resource, especially during the hot summer months across the Western Cape. Co-create my cities, running a sustainability seminar together with the guys from the Dutch Embassy, encouraging innovation and collaboration to find sustainable social solutions. We're joined now by Nadia Kruse, one of the students participating in the seminar and workshops. Nadia, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Only a pleasure. Listen, Nadia, we're going to jump straight in. Hashtag co-create my city. Uh, the event was recently held in Durban. Who was the seminar, the workshop aimed at, and what did it set out to achieve? Well, co-create my city was a fantastic joint initiative facilitated by the Dutch Embassy in collaboration with the Etiquine Municipality, the University of KwaZulu-Natal, the Durban University of Technology, and two Dutch universities, namely the Delft University of Technology and the Erasmus University. 
In a nutshell, the seminar was aimed at university students achieving sector-specific solutions for the city of Etiquini. Okay. Now, when we it comes... Yeah. Sorry, you carry on. Sorry. We were challenged to find innovative and sustainable solutions to urban challenges identified by the Etiquini municipality. The sectors that the challenges were focused on were healthcare, water, energy, agriculture, and transport and logistics. Okay. We worked in teams for 10 days. The teams were made up of both Dutch and South African students from various disciplines such as town planning, engineering, and economics. And by working together across these borders, disciplines, and cultures, it really provided the teams with a comprehensive and widespread ability to come up with sustainable solutions. Yeah. Now, Nadia, when it comes to sustainability or sustainable solutions, is there such a thing as a cookie-cutter approach, or is each situation unique to its environment? In my personal opinion, no. I don't think a cookie-cutter approach exists. We are living in a world where things are changing so rapidly and solutions that could have worked two years ago might not necessarily work today. I think an idea or a concept becomes sustainable when it can be adapted to a specific or a unique environment. Mm, okay. Now, with the current drought sweeping over the Western Cape, Nadia, what, what are some of the water-specific solutions that came out of the hashtag CoCreateMyCity uh, seminars? Well, due to the fact that 67% of the Etiquini region is rural in nature, the water team concentrated on water solutions for the township and rural areas. We did make mention to the obvious solutions, such as making it mandatory for new developments and new builds to install water tanks for rainwater harvesting purposes. But the water team focused our solution on cases where one, municipal water was being delivered by water trucks, and two, connecting a tank for rainwater harvesting might not be possible due to the lack of a gutter system. Our proposed solution was to attach a rainwater catcher to a tank. Basically, it's like placing a large funnel into a tank, creating a water catchment area. To overcome the concern of safe drinking water, the tanks would be equipped with an adjustable partition, accommodating both harvested and municipal water. This partition would be self-adjustable according to the quantity of water in each compartment. This rainwater catcher would then be made of durable material, making it affordable and sustainable. And in order to make it stormproof, we would make it rotatable. We could then take it one step further and line this rotatable rainwater catcher with blades, which in turn could amplify rotation and generate electricity, which then could be used to pump the harvested water to a more central reservoir for long-term storage and redistribution. Very, very smart indeed. Some very interesting solutions, I'm sure, that came out of the entire seminar and workshops. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty more information online. Hashtag CoCreateMyCity. Go and check it out. Nadia Krista, thank you so much for your time and for sharing some of the interesting things that came out of this uh, phenomenal workshop. Uh, Have a fantastic day and thanks so much for your time. It's only a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Only a pleasure. H2O, slow the flow, Cape Town. We need to make sure that we're doing something. Every little bit counts. And we're relying on more and more people to come up with clever solutions. Maybe you've already stumbled upon something. 072-670-4025. If you're in the water industry in any way, shape, or form, feel free to get involved with the show. And, of course, you can jump onto Facebook, become part of our group. Simply search Good Hope FM, H2O, slow the flow. Share information, keep the conversation going, because it's not just my problem, it's everybody's problem. We need to work together to do something about it. One of our most precious resources is slipping through the cracks. Uh, H2O, slow the flow every Monday and Wednesday afternoon, right here on Good Up FM, powering summer. Quasi Mojo, Zolani Mahola, and Catch a Falling Star. 
Happy holidays from all of us at Good Hope FM. Yeah, very happy holidays indeed. It's that time of the year that we bring out the festive cheer, the festive season. The tinsel's up, the tree is up, uh, and you're feeling the end of your vibrations course through your body. The sun's just that much warmer. The outside beckons. Ice cream tastes so much sweeter. I can't actually believe that you put your... Did you say you put your Christmas tree up a week ago already? Yeah, I put it up last weekend because I knew this weekend was going to be too busy and I wouldn't have a chance to do it. I'm pretty sure there are rules with regards to putting Christmas trees up. But I was going to say, I don't care about those. Good. Like, if shops can put them up in October, why can't I put them up in my house? I can put it up whenever I want. I am the adult now. I think there should be rules about putting them... Putting them up in shopping centers in October, but with regards with regards to your house and you being the adult now, it's the I'm, rule. Like my husband was like, "No, you can't put it up." I was like, "What's gonna happen? Yeah. Father Who's Christmas gonna- not gonna come." <laughs> What's going to happen? The reindeers will skip over your house. How will they know? No, I don't know. Come on. What's the problem? Sniff the tinsel and the pine that's already emanating from your My child has learned the word star from the top of the tree already. You see? And now she knows to catch the falling star and put it in her pocket. Save it for a rainy day. Now you all know. Listen, uh, I'm glad your decorations are up. Good. Because I don't have any up, so at least I, you're sort of uh, tipping the scales and in, in balancing in your them out favor. a bit, Yeah. Are you going to put some up? Uh, maybe some lights. I do like lights. Some twinkly lights kind of a guy. It's a good thing we don't have electricity rations no, anymore. Precisely. It's just the water now. Yeah, it's just, it's just the water. Um, so anyway, yeah, Christmas decorations. And you've already got yours up, but I have a suspicion there are people around Cape Town, like myself, that haven't started this process yet. Uh, do you have any tips for when putting together your Christmas tree on things that you should not do or remember to do in order to make it a very pain-free experience because some of us has put this off to the last minute because it's just such a lass you know, yeah. I'll, and I'll say what I have done recently is I took all of the fairy lights out of the drawer where they lay in this massive knot Cluster, yeah. and I cut myself a strip of cardboard oh did you make that yourself yeah that thing that I brought to studio not yeah. longer, and then I wind them around that little cardboard with two notches That's cut into so it, clever. which means the fairy lights aren't going to get I tangled. I thought your fairy lights came like that. Mine no. are in a box, and no. they're always tangled up hey, every year. And fairy lights come in a box where they have perfect. Um, yes, but you never put them back into those like little slots. Yeah, yeah. And they never fit back into no. those slots. They get used the to be styrofoam, then yeah, they were plastic. And now they're yeah, in work. the pressure placing them back into those oh, slots. No, you break no one the bulb. So yes, I came up with that little That's genius invention tip. being cardboard. Yeah. And wrapping it around the cardboard. Wrapping it works. It around the cardboard. works really so well. Clever. So maybe you have tips of that sort that make the holiday season end of year function just that much smoother. Uh, maybe you are the host with the most. 0726704025. Maybe you got a party hosting tip, whether it be food preparation, serving suggestions, how to create that welcome feeling. Uh, let us know. Send us a voice note. 0726704025. We'll delve more into that after 6 p.m. tonight. And maybe if your voice note is deemed to be the host with the most, uh, we'll spin it for everybody to learn from you. Lack of tunage from the locals, guys. Crazy white boy, Apple Gula, and live your music before it. Taylor Swift and ready for it. Hopefully you are. Uh, hopefully you're prepared for the 35th annual Twilight Team Run. It kicks off uh, an hour and a half, maybe from now, uh, as they start to corral the, the individuals closer to the stage. I say corral. Um, have you seen what Dalen Oliver is wearing? Um, and he... Just You've, just seen. You've just seen what Dale, uh, Dale is on stage. So too is Carl Weber as uh, more and more. And now maybe you can hear them cheering in the background to the crowd are, are gathering as they prepare to go on stage and, and show off their superhero outfits. Um, I'm expecting, and not that I can see very many people just yet as they slowly but surely make their way to the stage. I am anticipating that we are going to have particular superheroes show up today. 
Oh, which ones? I think there will be somebody in a one of those like Mr. Incredible suits. You know, like one of those ones, the with, the, ones. With, the, with the red ones and the black underwear and the lots of On muscles. Yeah, I think I Mr. Incredible so. will be here. Um, I anticipate for, I'm hoping maybe some Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. Hey, or like Xena Princess Warrior. Or Wonder Woman was a big hit this year. Right in terms of movies, so maybe we'll see Wonder Woman on say. Oh, there's Batman! There's Batman! You see Batman over there? No, he's running. He's still running. He's running. He's losing some energy. His cape is made out of a black bag. bag, Yeah, I mean he's slowing down a little bit. (laughs) He's he's not as fast as he was just now. Uh, so we anticipate seeing some pretty epic superheroes here. Um, we can see. Maybe we, we'll spot someone. We'll let you know who's made it down. If you're getting dressed up, maybe you're making your way here right now, in fact, as uh, you prepare to go on stage. Let us know what you're getting dressed up as, and we'll see you in a bit. Right now, we take a look at what's happening on the roads around the Mother City. Jerry has details for you. To get, yeah, to you. get to you It's Cold Wolves Selena Gomez and Marshmallow Team up with this one A little after 6pm You're listening to Good Hope FM Powering Selena K-Easy's on stage Just a little bit later We're live from the Grand Parade Tonight uh, Community Chest is who we've teamed up with Of course As they bring you the 35th annual Twilight Team Run And guys will be taking to the streets Yeah I suppose just in over an hour or so uh, Dalen Oliver and Carl Weber Are currently on stage emceeing the best dressed competition And I think out of the corner of my I I think I saw a gingerbread man go onto stage. I saw someone wearing a brown. It looked fluffy, like a yeah, huge like, teddy bear, or it, maybe gingerbread suit. And the guy next to him was wearing something that looked like grass. Oh yes, yes, yes. It was green, green from head to toe. But didn't he have like a Christmas hat on? I do, I don't know. So I'm guessing maybe because we're not close enough, so I don't know for sure. But I'm guessing that maybe they were dressed up <gasps> like the characters from The Grinch who stole oh, Christmas. Oh, that is so possible. Yes. So like he was green with a Christmas hat yes, on, the and Grinch. then there was the. Okay, the, that's the, probably what it was. Or was it? Which was the one? Which was maybe that was it was. But wasn't there also a animated? Oh, it was Shrek. There was Shrek with the gingerbread man and somebody who was eating all the jelly oh babies. My Yes, that's the one. That's that's, the one. that's who we're no, talking I don't, about. I don't think it was Shrek. So it wasn't Shrek with a Christmas hat on. Maybe no. the Grinch who stole Christmas then with a Christmas Ooh, hat on. Nice. Um, and over to your left over there, have you seen the cave men and women? How good are those costumes? Oh, cool. I mean, she's carrying a really long spear. He's got some other malady thing. The other guy's got another stick or sword. Um, they all look very, very good. I swear yeah. those were custom made. They They're fit nice. them very yeah. well. I mean, her dress is very fluffy, fluffy, and they're um, what would you call those? Um, skins? They're wearing leopard print. Um, off the shoulder strap dresses, yeah. basically. And they're very short. Uh, they were and standing, those are the men. The so guys. don't get excited, gentlemen. <laughs> don't rush on down to see ladies in no. leopard print short skirts. No. It's the men. Um, they're very, very short, and guys were taking photographs. I think you'll see them in the newspaper most likely. Oh, look, the Incredibles are here. There, Where? over there, to the left, to the left, to the left, to the left. Everything oh. you own in a box. There's uh, people dressed up as policemen on stage. Okay. Oh, no, no, they've got Hank. That's not a real police Where? woman. Where? You're not allowed to impersonate police On the st- officers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're not. But I picked them to win the best dress. Okay. <laughs> Just for that. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, it's all going down. Grand Parade is where it's at. You're probably feeling the vibe, feeling the gears, and you'll most likely see loads of people take to the streets around the CBD a little bit later. As you make your way home uh, out of the city, uh, and maybe you've made your way to the Burbs, and now you're standing in a queue to fill up... The petrol tank. Uh, we wish you all the best of luck. Loads of tunes coming your way between now and seven, of course. This is Good Hope FM. We're powering Superman's on this stage. We're powering summer. Yeah.
LFS. You can feel summer, right? You most certainly can. You're in the most beautiful city in the world. Cape Town is broadcast live from the Grand Parade. The 35th annual Twilight Team Run. Guys from Community Chest have put on an absolute show. And loads of people are making their way down. The wind doesn't seem to be deterring them whatsoever. In fact, the entire crowd was just doing their version of YMCA together with Carl and Dalen, who are emceeing the event. Uh, Dr. Jules will be spinning the ones and twos a little bit later. Kayezy is emceeing later. Uh, it's an entirely Good Hope FM affair, and you're most welcome to come on down and enjoy. Unlike the guys that have been banned to travel from the U.S. again, uh, travelers from Chad, Iran, Libya, Somalia, Syria, Yemen will no longer be allowed into the U.S. of A. Uh, the Supreme Court ruled that a Trump-enforced ban on these countries would remain in effect pending an appeal if that were to happen but if we're going to leave that up to uh, Ty Cobb I don't think it'll go very well have you guys heard the story with, with regards to what happened there no let's start first of do you know what Comic Sans the font type looks like yes yes okay and it's not necessarily the most professional looking no. yeah no okay alright so the story is as such in that um, the the administration okay you remember former NSA Michael Flynn he, he pled guilty to lying to the FBI in regards to his contact with the Russian ambassador which has basically squarely put the, fo- uh, the spotlight back on, on Trump himself so the president's attorney Ty Cobb issued a formal statement defending the president innocence. However, the political genius did so by typing up an entire letter, formal letter in Comic Sans. In Comic Sans. Oh no. I mean, he may have done it in crayons. It looks ridiculous. I don't know that anybody is taking him seriously. Um, It was shared on Twitter via Bloomberg reporter Sahil Kapoor uh, and all hell broke loose on Twitter. People asking whether this was indeed like legit real, which he confirmed it is indeed. Then people going on to say he may as well have just written it with with crayons. Crayons. Um, Parents saying that their children approved the font uh, type, you know, hundred, hundred, hundred in their in their uh, in their uh, tweets, um, and oh. even badges of things like "Friends don't let friends use Comic Sans." I mean, it's the it's almost like the joke pile of of fonts, especially when it comes to designers um, and people saying, you know, like this this lawyer, the attorney, uh, typing up a letter on you know any word document went past Arial, went past Calibri, and chose Comic Sans as. <laughs> <laughs> as a font <laughs> to deliver news. Or Times New Roman, for I mean, that matter. Yeah, I, the jokes are there as well because if you didn't hear the story, nobody's got Times New Roman for stuff oh, like that. Huh? Uh, it's good of FM powering summer. Thanks so much, Jerry. H2O, slow the flow. Feel free to join the Facebook group and keep the conversation going. Simply search Good Hope FM, H2O, slow the flow. That's where it's at. I'm sure by now you've heard level six water restrictions are looming. Uh, Mayoral Committee Member uh, for Water and Utilities, Cynthia Limburg, says this is in response to national government uh, imposing further instructions on the province. It basically means households using more than 10,500 liters of water per month could face fines and penalties. Now, the new restrictions mean that non-residential properties will have to reduce consumption by 45%, while agricultural users will have to lower their water use by 60%. Uh, The use of borehole water for outdoor purposes is being discouraged to prevent uh, groundwater water loss, and no watering and irrigation will be allowed from municipal drinking water. If you're looking for more of those details, you can find them on that Facebook group, Good Hope FM. 
H2O slow the flow that have been posted there. Meanwhile, the agricultural sector has been hit hard by the water restrictions. Uh, the Agri Western Cape spokesperson, Jeanne Bosov, says farmers will have to restrict themselves to higher value crops because this has already resulted in less vegetables being planted in the series area and fruit trees being cut back, which means smaller crops, which is putting the entire agricultural sector in the Western Cape under enormous pressure at this point in time. And this, of course, on the back of the news that a controversial drought levy has been approved by the council and could be implemented from February next year, subject to public participation, of course. According to the city, uh, this will only be in place for three winters uh, and that the change won't be permanent. Right. Well, of course, you'll get to have your say. In the meantime, what do you think of the proposed drought levy? Do you feel that the only way to stop water wastage of this, I mean... (laughs) Yeah, stopping wastage of the precious resource is to is to charge for it, or should there be an alternative approach to water conservation that doesn't involve charging ratepayers? What are your thoughts? Oh seven two six seven zero four zero two feet two feet. Oh seven two six seven zero four zero two five. And join the conversation on Facebook, please. Good Hope FM H two O slow the flow. The group is there, and that's of course where it's at. We welcome your comments via Facebook. Doubling up the tunes on Good Hope FM. Of course, we are powering summer. Keeping it local, Mikasa, Big Nurse, DJ Tira, tune called Bar Man. And before that, Goldfish and If I Could Find. Wednesdays are dedicated to food, as you well know by now. Right here on Fast Forward, we call it Let's Eat. And we discover all sorts of delectable goodies. And into the festive season, we're celebrating, of course, uh, loads of celebrations. That nearly like comes with overeating and maybe not feeling so good about yourself. So then how about we look into things that are super healthy uh, and understand a little bit more about that. John Salters from uh, Oz Blue Blueberries is here. John, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, it's good to have you here and such delicious produce as well. Now, listen, I see blueberries on the shelf. I love blueberries. They're invariably quite small, but they, they're also quite expensive. So I know that they are they have health benefits to them. And there's all sorts of talk around superfoods. So I'm glad you're here so we can kind of talk about all of those things and maybe dispel some myths or at least educate ourselves when we head to the stores and we know why we're buying them for ourselves and why they're so good for us. And I've got to say, there seems to be a growing demand for foods that are that are known for their health benefits uh, beyond sort of basic nutrition, not just buying them and eating them because they sustain us, but because they're really good for us. Why are blueberries good for us? Well, I think, uh, I mean, they're, they're one of the uh, one of the superfoods. There are several other superfoods, but uh, as, a, as a fruit, they are packed with antioxidants, with uh, minerals, vitamin C, vitamin K, and and particularly antioxidants, they are um, have one of the highest uh, densities of antioxidants. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna peel it back even further and say to you, an antioxidant is good for us. Why? Okay, so um, I'm not an expert on this, but certainly what we have learned about it, antioxidants really are um, believed to help anti-aging. They're believed to fight illnesses like cancer and and you know those sorts of things which are very prevalent around the world. Most certainly, most certainly, and we're seeing them being used more and more in all sorts of goodies. I have sent Vanya and Jerry, as you can see, there's nobody else in the studio. It's just us. Uh, we've sent them to our studio kitchen to go and whip up something delicious using uh, blueberries. Uh, how are you seeing? consumer purchasing uh, uh, habits regarding blueberries are people gravitating towards them are people scared of using them where, where are people with regards to blueberries especially this time of year 
So we, I mean, we're seeing phenomenal growth uh, in berry consumption, particularly blueberries as well, uh, worldwide, uh, and in South Africa too. If you go to any of the re leading retailers right now, you'll mm. see they're all running big promotions around berries, not just blueberries, but in particular, it is in season, so blueberries. Um, but we are seeing an in increased consumption. They are still an expensive fruit. Yeah. Um, so that is one of one of the things that's that's maybe limiting consumption. But if we compare it to strawberries, and you look at the most sophisticated or developed markets around berries, like the UK and the US, um, strawberries are bought on 13 occasions, so okay. more than once a month, by 85% yeah. of, of households or consumers, okay. and blueberries are about half of that. Okay. So seven occasions and 40-odd percent of people. And, and in terms of blueberry, is it a plant, is it a tree, and does it is there a large yield? What is it that pushes the price of blueberries up to the extent that it does? So actually, it's, it's a shrub. Um, there's a, um, and the yield is tradition has traditionally been very uh, pretty low, and mm. it's obviously uh, generally quite um, it's manual to man, manually harvested. Yeah, okay. Um, and that's what makes it expensive. But there are new varieties, many of which are ours, which are, have much higher yield. Um, you still have it's still it's still more expensive to harvest because it's manual. But the yield is much higher, um, and we do see the price of blueberries eventually coming down. That's very exciting, very exciting indeed. Okay, we're going to chat more about blueberries and what we can use them in in just a little bit. How do you like to eat your blueberries, John? I, prefer, I like them straight. You just like eat them like peanuts, like just, just pop them like, straight into your mouth, just like that? Just like peanuts. I'm seeing them being used in a variety of ways, from drinks to desserts to bars to... Uh, and Vanya is currently in the kitchen cooking some stuff up. So we're going to move to her in just a bit to find out what she has made. And then we're going to need to make sure that you approve of what she's done with the blueberries, John. So Perfect. don't you go anywhere, all right? Fantastic. This is Good Hope FM. We're powering summer. <laughs> Cresta Wale, it's called Spirit Z, Liam Payne, and Get Low Before It. Let's Eat, Wednesday evenings on Fast Forward with me, Sean. John Seltzer is here as we chat more about blueberries and the benefits thereof. Listen, uh, we sent Vanya out to our makeshift kitchen, and she has done some delicious things. Um, what you have tasted thus far, how do you approve of, John? Did you taste anything that she's made? I did. It was amazing. Okay, good. We'll, we'll speak to Vanya about what she has made in just a bit. But first, I wanted to kind of go back in time here. We were speaking off air about where blueberries originated now. And how they kind of came about. Can you give us a little bit of a brief history in terms of blueberry itself? Yeah, very quickly. I mean, you, you really had what they called the northern highbush. So that's northern for northern hemisphere. Mm. So green, very colder climates. So uh, UK, uh, parts of Canada and, and similarly in Europe. And then there was also actually another variety called the rabbit eye, which um, is a wild blueberry and uh, grows in marsh. It's not very tasty. Got lots of um, uh, pips in it as well or, okay. or seeds. Yeah. And then the northern highbush was hybridized by a professor at Florida University um, and then to, to grow in a warmer climate. So then it became the southern highbush and it was growing in, in um, parts of the U.S. And, and, and we could bring that here as well. Okay. But since it's been naturally hybridized further and we uh, there's a lot of blueberries that are grown in climates like South Africa, and Argentina, Chile, Mexico. That's fascinating. I don't, I don't know why I didn't think South Africa was producing their own blueberries, but it's really cool to know that we are and that our climate suits blueberry production. Uh, what is it that brings us sweet? Across. You were saying to me earlier something along the lines of the, the low and the high um, conditions, the heat conditions. So, so you actually, so I mean, blueberries traditionally, or most people know them as sour. Mm. Um, and what the, uh, the the breed has done in, in the case of Oz Blue, he's managed to, over many years, bring the sweetness into the into the blueberries. Yeah. So we do have some that are still a little bit sour, but generally they're much sweeter. Uh, but actually what you need with fruit to create the sugars, you need an overnight temp temperature differential. You need some low chill, what they call low chill. 
um, and, and that creates the sugars in the fruit. Okay. Uh, and you were speaking earlier about the antioxidants and, of course, the health benefits uh, for blueberries. You may have missed it as we chatted to John a little bit earlier about that. John, can you reiterate some of the health benefits that are associated to blueberries and why we should be adding them to our diet? So, I mean, they're, they're packed with vitamins, uh, vitamins, vitamin K, which is good for regulating blood pressure. Vitamin C, we all know, fights infection, good for your teeth and bones and gums. Uh, fiber, which is critical to um, your digestive system, heart, skin, um, and improves your blood sugar. And then also manganese, which is vital for bone uh, formation and, and important in the antioxidants yeah. we spoke about earlier. No, for sure, for sure. Well, we also like the fact that you can eat them just like peanuts and pop them in your mouth. And then we also like it when people create recipes using blueberries like Vanya has just done. Vance, um, you've made magic out there. <laughs> well, I've certainly tried to. Sure. Well, you, you most certainly have. <laughs> Listen, we've filmed it all so we can share it on the socials. But why don't you just talk us through what you've done to uh, using the blueberries? Yes. So I tried making a muffin in a cup using the microwave. Tried and succeeded. Uh, I hope so. So I used obviously the fresh blueberries, but my dry ingredients included, I kept it very low carb. Yeah. So it included coconut flour, some almond flour, some desecrated coconut, some coconut palm sugar for a little extra sweetness, a little bit of uh, lemon essence, one egg, and a spoon of butter. And so easy because you just chucked it all in the same mug, mixed yes, it all up. mixed it all together. Put it in the microwave. Put it in the microwave and voila. And hey, presto. And then she did this fancy thing where she took it out of the microwave and turned it upside down, everybody. And then the whole the whole muffin just slid out of the mug. I can just imagine you putting whipped cream on oh, there or dusting custard, it with sugar. It or with like some hey? confectioner sugar. Absolutely. I mean, adding all the bad stuff to the yes, really good yes, stuff that you created yes. there, right? Even nuts. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm. Uh, John was saying you like to eat your blueberries netsuwa, just, just straight up blueberries. Yeah, netsuwa. Well, 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 it may be in cereal as well, but yeah, nice. And, uh, you can eat them just raw out of a panet. They're amazing. You can watch. You can, you know, good taste is to see children, and you'll see children polish off a panet like that. Yeah, like well, my one and a half year old daughter, she absolutely loves it. So she will sit and eat it like popcorn. And yeah, mama for more, sure, mama more, and mama. I love that. Yeah, no, for sure. So. Uh, and I'm also seeing them being used in drinks as well, which is everybody's favorite. Yep. Um, gin varietals and adding some blueberries. Uh, there's a nice recipe I saw on the website the other day uh, with blueberries and thyme. Um, so there's loads of things that we can do with blueberries. Uh, and at this time of the year, adding a little bit of berries also gives that, 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 that edge, that festive celebratory feeling. It is. It's a mm. bit fancy. I like I it. I like it. the fancies. John, thank you so much for your time, for yeah, sharing your, your knowledge with regards to blueberries. And I'm hoping that everybody will be adding them to their diets because there are really beneficial uh, nutritional benefits to eating blueberries and adding them to our diet. So thank you so much for, for sharing that with us. Great pleasure. Uh, cool. Uh, Vanya's video will go on social media very soon. I think we may have created another viral sensation here uh, of Vanya Cleta Collison <laughs> the chef alright uh, all together now let's eat live your music crazy white boy Apple Gula uh, on Good Hope FM Alicia Keys and in common the black coffee remix on Good Hope FM as we power some listen guys so there's this um, federal emergency management agency in, in the US they recently informed its employees who have worked extra hours uh, that they have to pay back the money so here's this thing, right? There's been a record wave of natural disasters in 2017. Hurricanes, wildfires, numerous other disasters, which led to many employees working overtime. But because federal law in the States caps some federal employees' premium pay and permits agencies to recover money paid in excess no. of that maximum, um, they're taking steps to recoup the money from salaries already paid. Wow. And this is essential services? 
Ah, well, These are like yeah, rescue what's, people. What's a federal? Yeah, FEMA. explain that. FEMA, yes. Yeah, yes. FEMA steps in whenever like uh, New Orleans gets swamped with water because of a hurricane. FEMA comes in to try and fix everything and help people. So you're taking calls, you're assessing situations, and you're 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 necessary. You what are does FEMA stand for? Fire Federal, federal Emergency City. Management yeah. Agency. Okay. Hey, how hectic is that? So I mean, they're taking away from you, the people who save us. You put in the. T- well, that's not in the US, but yes, you put in the extra time, you put in the overtime for and natural disasters because it's not like you can go, yeah. nah, oh, natural it's five disaster. O'clock. Sorry, the fire still raging. You put in the overtime because it's necessary. And, and then they, people, I mean, they risk their lives. Ah. And they don't have disasters every day. No. So do they, they just get paid have really when they're not, massive ones. That's do they get the paid when there isn't a disaster? I'm not sure. They probably do because they they're monitoring do. things like, all the time, uh, too. On the retainer or something. You know how the firemen are just sitting there waiting for that beltering so they can slide down Shame. their pole? So listen, I mean, we don't get overtime. We don't get nope. a 13th check. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe you are expecting. Tell us more what we don't get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me. Just mind mind sad by life. Tell me. Federal allowance. We don't get water. Medical. No. No, seriously. But I mean, there are people that are expecting a bonus right about now, uh, or, or they get they paid out some sort in some sort of way at the end of the year. Maybe you're expecting that. How does how does the extra cash help you get through the festive season? I'm sure it does. And what is the bonus money based on? Is it based on your performance in the office? Is it based on company performance, like you get an average, or 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 is it based on the fact that you didn't take any leave days and therefore you get paid out because you didn't take leave days? Oh, that's a completely different thing. Oh. Yeah, and I think it depends on the company also. Some people work out their 13th check structure on a month-to-month, so you can decide if you allow them to deduct from your salary. Uh, or and then not, pay you that you know, at the end of the year. Or give it to you, actually, Every month, I see. Little, so then you don't get one at the end of the year because you're taking you it from January to yeah December. Ah, ah, um, ah. And then some companies do reward you if they made money in excess. Yep. Um, yeah, it depends on on the corporate. Oh seven two six seven zero four zero two five. Do you get a thirteenth check, and how exactly is that worked out? We'd love to know. Let's take a look at what's happening on the roads. Here's Jerry with Deets. I'm Jerry Saunders. Thursdays mean we discover delicious with the guys from Toho Sun, and this afternoon no different as executive chef uh, from the Southern Sun Cape Sun, Alfred Henry is back. It's good to see you, sir. Yeah, cool. Uh, maybe I have to move that microphone a little bit. Jerry, why don't you help me here? The mic's turned so far down that I'm struggling to hear Alfred there. Uh, are you well, sir? There we go. I'm there we well. go. Pointing ah, in the mouth's direction. Excellent. Terrific. Thank you very much. Uh, listen, it's always lacquer to see you, and I say so because it always means there's there's food associated with your face, and not to uh, abuse <laughs> that. but uh, And it's never too early to start planning for Christmas and New Year's celebrations, and I know you guys have got some sensational plans because you've got something that suits everybody's pocket and everybody's palate. So can we start by simply establishing which hotels are offering Christmas menus? Well, a lot of our different properties are offering. We've got the Southern Sun Newlands for your more traditional flair, which does your um, traditional gammon and lamb. Okay. We've got the Vigor and Verve, which is more the Cape Malaba Boiti with uh, buttermilk custard, pan-fried lionfish, and so on. Nice. Um, we've got the Zani Restaurant um, in the Waterfront Hotel, and then we've got ourselves at the Cape Sun as well that offer a little bit of a Cape Malay flair. Okay. With a whole variety of different items. It sounds really good. Uh, and you brought some things along with you today. What's cooking here this afternoon? I did. We've got a smoked caprese, mm. uh, which is a, a, t- a smoked tomato and mozzarella salad. Looks good. Basil pesto, really good. We home smoked that ourselves. 
We've got a cu- toasted cumin and orange marinated lamb shoulder, wow. which is really tasty. And then we've got uh, orange blossom creme brulee. Ah, orange blossom creme brulee. And I saw cherries out there. You were telling me you handpicked those yourself? That's correct, yes. We went to the Klondike farm the past weekend and I picked about 17 kilos of cherries. 17 kilos of cherries. <laughs> well done. Uh, now, listen, you brought a brulee into studio as well, a creme brulee. Can we, can we brulee that right here, right now? Yes, yeah, for I mean, sure. I, I trust you. It's open flames and stuff, but um, I trust this is going to go down well. No, it's going to go down very well. All right. I've, I've done this many times. Okay, I trust you. I trust I won't you. Right. Bur- I won't burn down the studios the, cam- the cameras are going and so too is the flame as we um, brulee now exactly what are you doing for people that are listening basically brulee is the French term for burnt sugar so, yeah. you, so you are literally just caramelizing the sugar on top of the creme brulee mm-hmm. it must be nice and thin yep. so it's not too sweet the layer then, of sugar right yeah, there yes. we go yep. and you see all the smoke coming ooh, off ooh. so you've literally just burnt that sugar a little bit but it gives it that nice sweet caramel flavor on the top it looks so good so good executive chef of the Southern Sun Cape Sun Alfred Henry is in uh, we're snapping pictures and oh yes now it's wafting this way I can smell, can it. smell it I can smell <laughs> that if only there was such a thing as smeller radio uh, actually on a day like today we're so sweltering hot it's lucky that there isn't such a thing yes. anyway we digress uh, listen how can we find out more and especially in terms of booking for any of these delicious offerings how do we go about doing that that's really simple you just go onto the Togo Sun website and then um, you click on there and it'll have a whole bunch of different links to all the different properties and all the different menus offered there. Terrific. Everything from Christmas Day to New Year's celebrations, everything to do with Sokosan this this uh, festive season. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Discover Delicious every Thursday evening. We do it right here on Fast Forward. You're listening to Good Up FM Powering Summer. Thank you, sir. Pleasure. Let's eat. When's the funny and the sexiest man alive? According to People Magazine, Blake Shelton. And you make it feel like Christmas. Happy holidays from all of us at Good Hope FM. Yeah, so you know what Thursdays are on Fast Forward. They're CT sing-along days. And the way this works, if you haven't played before, you really should. You need to save our WhatsApp line, 072-670-4025. Save that number to your contact list. Save it as Good FM Rules or Good FM is the best station in the world or Good FM WhatsApp. Either way, uh, put us on your contact list. And then you can get involved in the show at any point in time. Uh, on a Thursday afternoon, however, we do CT sing-along. What essentially means is the city sings along in sort of a carpool karaoke fashion. You know how you do when there's a song that plays on the radio and you're singing along to it? Well, we choose a tune, at least you vote for it, and then you sing along. We take all of those voice notes, we compile them together, and we create one track that the entire city is singing on. Uh, and thanks so much for your voice notes this afternoon. It was a Christmas-inspired tune. Um, in fact, some of those voice notes are still coming through. Take a listen to this. Oh, do it. Come on now. Oh, so good. <laughs> what can you do? There they are now. See, so that's how it works. You send us the voice note. We take all of those voice notes. We compile it into one tune and we play it back to you. Last week, we did Britney Spears. Do you remember this? Uh, Maybe you remember singing along. Well, you could hear your voice right now. Oh, here we go. Come on now. If you do spot yourself, let me know, why don't you? Either via WhatsApp or on the tweets, all right? Twitter Universe, get involved via the socials. Uh, CT Sing Along last week sounded like this. Oh, baby, baby, how was I supposed? 
Cape Town, that was sensational. And to the Oracle, massive shout out. Slow clap to producer man putting them all together. Yo, yo. CT sing-along happens every Thursday afternoon. Uh, Mariah Carey was the tune you sang along to today. I cannot wait to play that back for you in the hours to come. DJ Voodoo and Love and Delight. And you hear Amin Haran and Kryptonite on Good Up FM as we power summer. My name's Sean, of course, taking you through until 7 p.m. tonight. Uh, if there's a tune that you're itching to hear, Ayanda wants to play those for you just after 7 p.m. You can find us on Facebook or via WhatsApp 072-670-4025 and get those requests in nice and early. Uh, maybe there's a shout-out, maybe there's a dedication. Whatever the case might be, she'll spin those tunes just after 7 p.m. tonight. You're headed out to go and camp. Huh? At 7 p.m. tonight. I will be camping. Uh, so jealous. No, uh, glamping. Sorry, okay. Do you know more Get about... Get straight. Okay, so you're Roughing going... Roughing it in green points. <laughs> Sean wants to speak. Can I? May I? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's my show, guys. Um, Are you? <laughs> uh, so it's in build-up towards the sevens over the weekend. Cape Town sevens and also in conjunction with the tens event that's going to be happening in February next year. So I've been invited to come and test out the camping for facilities that our um, beloved foreigners will be coming into the country to watch the Sevens and stay at outside the Ca- Cape Town Stadium. Is it like directly outside the stadium? Do you know where you're... Do you, do you have a berth? Do you know where your bed is? I am going to find that out when I get to the door, but it's at the Hamilton's Rugby Club and the soccer fields that are right adjacent to Okay, it. okay. Yeah. I get an idea of where that... Are. You need to do like Insta stories, Dev. I'm going to try my best. I've got 50% battery power, so you'll see something... Uh, Can we charge of, your phone now? Yeah. Let's like, charge what your kind phone. of phone do you have? I have I a Samsung 8. It'll last. Don't worry. Look at this. One. I don't oh. think he wants it to be documented. You don't have to do selfies. I know you don't like doing selfies. You can point the camera at other people and ask questions. I was them questions. just going to say that. I mean, like, take but the attention of yourself, but if you can, if you are able, capable of doing that, <laughs> then focus on others. Apparently, there's going to be some bands. There's going to be Skull Poseidon Hope doing a bit of a comedy, a comedy set. set. And then That's a cool. Q and A really with a lot of the rugby cool. stars that are in town this weekend for the sevens. Okay, very cool. You're driving yourself there. Ah, he's yes. Ubering. Okay. He's well, park, <laughs> park your car in the SABC's parking lot. 
So this is why I was gonna I was gonna ask you this because you guys know about Lyft, you know Lyft. I was gonna wonder where uh-huh. this is going. So yeah. Lyft is like a rival to Uber. Yes. They do the same thing. Right. But like, Uber is kind of you like know, Taxify. It's like Uber bigger than Lyft okay. is. Oh. Uh, they've launched thing. they've launched driverless cars. Hmm. <gasps> you know like Google has yes. these vehicles that drive around with these vehicles that drive around without actual drivers in them. In Cape Town. I mean it's a say, big thing South abroad. Africa? They've started no. in Boston in the US. Yes. Okay. I thought you meant Boston and Belleville. No. Uh, see? And Belleville and CY. Ninth Avenue. They're by Brights, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but get your... Anyway. Uh, no, so Lyft has launched a driverless car service mm-hmm. to customers in, in Boston, um, which basically means you're getting into a car with nobody behind the steering wheel. That's awesome. Catching a ride to wherever it is. That you want to go It's not only in Boston It might not be the exact same company But the same thing I think almost in Australia Or New Zealand And they were saying that it's in areas Where um, there isn't that much traffic Okay now, So it's it's in slow mm, Quieter areas So they're trying it out They're testing this formula In those areas Driverless cars Yeah because something could go wrong. Yes, very wrong. No, but think about the beautiful thing here. You don't have to have a conversation with a driver because there isn't one. Oh, Can so you hijack a driverless car? I've never tried. I'm pretty no, sure but it's I'm easy. wondering. Like, yeah, me too. Can you then Good just point. climb in and then start it and be able to drive it manually? Well, the hijacker has to have a laptop that he can no, plug I, into the I'm car. No, I'm going to sit at the back. <laughs> would you sit? Like this is a taxi. Okay, so my questions are going to be: Where would you get in? Yeah, do you sit in the front? Of course, you're not in front. You're not, you're in front in, of the, you're you're not behind the, the passenger seat. No, you're at the back. You're like, bubble, and then the lawn. And then what if? What if you're trying to get somewhere in a hurry? Yeah, right. You can't tell anyone to go faster or take a different route because you know you the way. You know the way guys, better than they there do. There will be yeah. a button. You'll be like, speed up. <laughs> and then it's like, I <laughs> am speeding <laughs> up now. <laughs> you need to start that taxi service. Vanya. Hello, Vanya. Welcome to your ride. Thank you. <laughs> Please pe- press speed up if we are going too slow. I love it. Rate us one to ten. To <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you though seriously would you hop into a car that has no driver behind it and find your way to the Greenpoint Stadium for Dude, argument's sake? I roll the dice every time I wake up in the morning, so yes, I'd be totally up for that. Okay, He's I expected that. Oh seven two six seven zero four zero two five. More tech with Brennan in a bit. Good luck and saved by this summer before Sam Smith, ASAP Rocky, and I'm not the only one uh, trying to figure out Christmas gifts, especially when it comes to tech stuff. That's why BP is extra handy around this time of year. It's good to see you, dude. It's good to be here because of Acon. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Technology, when it works in your favor, man. Hey? You know, I've got this little portable fan that I, in my geniusness today forgot at home and I was like today is the worst day to have forgotten you can use it tomorrow apparently the temperature's going to be really hot again tomorrow oh, gee thanks that's and so silver comforting lining. silver lining hey you get to use your little fan <laughs> tomorrow uh, listen okay so we've been talking tech gifts for various people over the last few weeks um, and I myself uh, am a lover of photography and I see today we're talking tech gifts for the photography lover yeah, which makes me very nervous, actually, because I'm a lover of photography, but I'm going to steer away from cameras because... Which I think is a good way to go, because there's so much out there that can confuse one. Um, um, not just that. Cameras are like, you know, uh, game consoles where people are very strongly divided between I like this and I like this. And yes, they're brand. Swap. Yes, I know. And I'm not going to be that guy. Don't don't be that guy. What other things then can we go with? I mean, you've already got your camera, let's say, for that. And you're purchasing something for somebody that has their camera. What should we look at? 
So, one of the obvious things is get someone a really good camera bag, but a nice backpack. Um, Nomo, Nomo, K N O M O, makes some. That makes some really cool ones. Yes. Um, there's one that I don't actually want to talk about. It's like 4,000 Rand, but it is amazing. It is fully waterproof. It's got all these movable dividers. It's got this quick access straps. It's got a slot for your um, tripod. And it's like a compression slot, so it just stays there. And I'm like, guys, wow. how is this possible? But it literally is 4K, and you will struggle to find it in South Africa. So okay. it's, but it's the one I last after, but, you know. Um, something else that's really cool is a portable printer. So the sprocket, which we had fun with a few months oh, ago. Oh, yes, that was so much really fun. That's really cool. But besides that one, Canon, we all know because they make cameras, and we're not going to talk about Canon. They actually make something called the Selfie, S-E-L-P-H-Y printer. It's a portable print. It's bigger than the HP Sprocket. Okay. But it actually prints out proper quality for, uh, photos for you. And you can literally pack it in that very fancy backpack that you're going to buy for the person who loves photography. That's amazing. So that's a really cool one. And it prints out really nice high quality images. And you can use a nice glossy photo paper if that's what you're into. Okay, that's cool. Um, something else that's really cool, which you can find relatively easily in South Africa, is something called the Chromecast Ultra. So I don't know if you've heard of Chromecast before. Yes. It's a little dongle, plugs into your TV via an HDMI cable, and it's actually meant to be used for you know, TVs that are not smart TVs, and you can go ahead and you can stream things online, uh, cast from your phone, your laptop, whatever. But what's nice about it is you can actually also share your photos onto it. So, you know, wow. Sean goes on vacation. Hey, guys, let me show you my, all my vacation photos. Instead of, you know, putting together a whole slideshow and trying to show up on your phone or your tablet, you can cast it to your Chromecast and everyone can see it on your nice TV. That's pretty cool so as well. So that's a really cool idea. Uh, especially if you're looking at doing presentations yeah. maybe outside of just those holiday photos. Exactly. That's quite a cool one. And then the one that I have to mention because, you know, it's one that I really, really, really want for myself is the DJI Mavic uh, Mavic Pro Platinum the drone mm. I wanted I wanted desperately so the Mavic Pro came out earlier this year it's small it's portable it's not quite pocket sized there is one smaller yeah. called the Spark but yes. this one can record in 4K it fits in a backpack it's super easy to carry around now the Platinum version came out recently and it's actually quieter than a normal drone and you know drones make that weird buzzing noise yeah, they sure do so this one actually is a lot quieter. They said it's at least at least 30% quieter. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. And it's got extended battery life and it's got a longer range. And it still does, you know, the 4K and all those wonderful things. And I'm like, I really want one of those. So Amazing. if someone really loves photography, yeah. that's something. If you've got really that kind cool of money, there, that's oh. a really cool gift. If you've got your 13th check that rolled in. Yeah, <sighs> quiet drones is a... Yeah. It's a must. Mm. Uh, let's save up for next year, okay? <laughs> we can pool our money. For one camera bag. That's Brendan. <laughs> yeah, so you can buy the camera bag. Shono will get the drone. He might have part with it, but. Yeah, let's we'll save see. up for next year. <laughs> uh, listen, as we wrap things up, uh, I know we're talking tech gift for photography lovers, but if we don't necessarily, aren't necessarily into photography that much, we most likely are into Instagram. There have been mm-hmm. some updates recently, haven't there? Yeah, so Instagram is still taking on Snapchat as it always is, and we all have Instagram stories. And they've just been demolishing Snapchat, basically, to the point where people are like, why do we have Snapchat? Um, what Instagram is now doing is they've made some changes to your Instagram stories. You might have noticed this in the last few days. Um, there's now an archive feature, so you can save things that you love from your Instagram stories. And like Snapchat used to do, you can then take them from your archives and then sort of add them to your Instagram stories at a later stage. Sweet. Because it used to just be 24 hours that you could 
you know, yep. upload things. Yep. And it forms part of their new highlights feature. So that's really cool. Okay. So, there you know. are always changes and updates being made. Yep. Yeah. Say, well, when you've still, while you've still got access to Wi-Fi at work. I mean, make sure you download and make sure you get all those updates done. You know, I have lots of data, so I'm good. <laughs> uh, BP's back again next week, Thursday, as we slowly start to wrap things up before uh, the festive season hits us hard. Uh, thanks so much, BP. If people are looking for you, want to get involved on the socials, how did they get hold of you? It's Brendan NCT. He most certainly is. Back again next week, Thursday. Hey, yo, check it out. Good Hope FM. Goodhopefm.co.za now.